Outtakes. Let's see. Oops. Okay, I need to turn that off. <laughs> this is wild beyond time for us, by the way. <laughs> We're usually like 15 minutes off yeah. because really? of one thing or another. Yeah. yeah. Not bad. Yeah, normally I'm a little off. I call it LA time, you know? Yeah. <laughs> or oh, it's, yeah. You know, uh, 10 o'clock is more like 10, 15. 15 minute increments, I'm I'm always going to be late. It's weird. So it's Austin and Albert, right? Yes. Who yes. is who? I am Albert. Okay. I'm Austin. All right, great. Thank you, guys. Just to, like, keep your voices straight in my, my brain space. Right. <laughs> Understood. He's in uh, he's in Missouri. I'm in Arkansas. Oh, that's crazy. How'd you guys meet? That's a funny story. <laughs> we have a mutual ex. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is true. Not, like, it's not the story that sounds when you first hear that. It's right. really not. <laughs> no, we'd been broken up for a good five years when um, she um, introduced me to her uh, new boyfriend. Like, we started talk talking again online, and she introduced me to her new boyfriend. And and we hit off. I mean, that's cool. Uh, yeah, he was actually one of the uh, groomsmen at my wedding. Heck, we spent... Um, yeah. I, I crashed in his hotel room the night before my wedding. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Yeah. As a groomsman slash videographer. Yes, he was. He did a great job. He did a That's, wonderful job. Yeah. Don't ask me how it worked, because I don't know. I was going to say, that. talk about pressure, man. <laughs> right. I, I've only shot one wedding, and thankfully I was too young to understand like how important it all was. But right. Jesus, like, never want to shoot a wedding ever. <laughs> I have a friend who does that uh, uh, for a living, and yeah, it's it's hard. Ugh, it's crazy. It was yeah. crazy. It was it was, um, of course, I was too distracted on that day. I had a lot on my mind. Oh, yeah. No, I, yeah, I, I totally know. I totally know. How long have you been married? Um, it will be two years in December. Nice. Congratulations. Uh, oh, thank you. Thank you. Very, very, very happy. Um, she's, she's wonderful. Um, you know, on that note, um, I actually chose my, my um, wedding date very specifically. My parents were married on December 17th. Mm -hmm. And so growing up for me, that was always the date that I thought of as wedding anniversary, because that's <laughs> what I grew up hearing. So, sure. um, you know, just to make sure that it got locked in when um, my wife said she wanted to get married in December, I said, let's do December 17th. Nice. And that's nice. and indeed we did. And it wound up being OK. There were a number of just really the weather that winter was horrible. Um <laughs> For half of it, it was just rainy and unseasonably hot. For the other half, and this was actually the majority of it, it was extremely cold, ice storms left and right. Oof. One day in the entire winter, it was like 65 perfect. degrees, perfect, sunny. And they were married in the mountains. Yeah. Ugh. Huge mountain overlook. Um, and that was the day that I got married. So That's awesome. It was amazing. Yeah. That's a great that's a great sign. I mean, I think so. I think so. Yeah. I've, I've treated it as such as I said we're we're very happy and she's my panda as I call her cuz she has a Aww. panda tattoo. Nice. She is not an actual panda. She just has a panda tattoo. She's a <laughs> spiritual panda is how I see it. I get you. I get you. Um yeah, I uh I got married uh, a few years ago and um uh I made sure I got good for you for 
for figuring out the date and doing all that. I I couldn't have it be around another holiday. Mm-hmm. Uh, my wife's birthday is two days before Valentine's Day, and I was like, mm-hmm. I can't I can't have another <laughs> holiday that's close to another holiday because it just it's crazy. It's hard enough for me to figure out like what to get on a some kind of special thing like hey it's your birthday here's a here's a thing of jig and then two days later be like hey it's valentine's day here's something also like i don't i don't know how to work that strong temptation to get combination gifts which just complicates things oh yeah that's what we that's what we did last year was just really put the emphasis on uh the anniversary and then nice limited and then limited it for christmas because you know christmas eve is literally one week later yeah but, you know, as I said, my parents had to deal with that hell, so I've chosen it myself. <laughs> nice, nice. It's like a legacy of hell. Oh, it could get worse. It could get worse. Um, my sister was born on July. Okay, here's how birthdays work in my family. My sister's husband was born a week before she was. Um, <laughs> her cousin was born four years and a day or like it was like she was born on july 13th um my sister or my cousin was born july like my sister was born july 13th 1990 my cousin was born july 12th 1994 huh. my sister's second child was born july 14th 2015 jeez yeah that's crazy fun in my family yeah oh and my dad's mother and my dad shared a birthday um Sadly, that is no longer a relevant fact. Uh, she is uh, about uh, 10 years past, yes. Oh, well, that's unfortunate. But it is. my family is like that with August birthdays. Um, mm. I'm I'm the fifth. My cousin, my youngest cousin is the seventh. My other cousin is the ninth. Um, my, I married in the, my brother-in-law's birthday is the 12th. And my aunt's birthday is like the 27th or something. Mm-hmm. Like my grandma's birthday was in there somewhere. Like it, it was, it's just like everybody's in August. I don't know. Part of the family, <laughs> I guess. Yeah. February is also like that for my family. Cause as I said, my dad was seventh. Um, I'm 27th. And then my sister-in-law is February 20th. So. Yeah. I was born on the same day as my sister, three years apart. <laughs> <laughs> I bet she loved that. Oh yeah, well, it's a, we have an unwritten rule that we don't get each other gifts. Nice, your gift to each other is that you don't have to worry about getting gifts. Right, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you just don't have to worry about it. It's funny. Plus, we get yeah. two parties. Yeah, that's nice. <laughs> yeah. Woo! I am looking at the uh, caffeine content on this energy drink. I am going, or it's not an energy drink; it's a soda. I'm going to be fuzzing. <laughs> nice. That's two Good. out of three. I have had nothing today so far well yeah i don't know how you do it like i i don't know i've gotten to the point where i just you know i just need a little just a little coffee at some point in the day just to like keep me going i'm a, a caffeine addict so yeah i i'll never forget the day that i uh drank a uh, like a 24 ounce jolt cola and then without thinking bought a butterfinger that was loaded with caffeine <laughs> <laughs> and then went to work nice you can see the layers of time if you're careful. Yeah, I've, I've done that before where you're just like, you're like shaking. Like, oh, I hate I hate that feeling. Yeah. Wide-eyed and bushy-tailed. 
Yeah. <laughs> so we turn off the strobe light. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's been me. That's been me. I got the recording set up. I got the levels all good. Do I sound all right? Do I need to adjust my microphone somehow? No, you sound crystal clear. Yeah. Awesome. What, what setup are you on? Uh, I very fancy with my MacBook Pro and um, a snowball mic. Oh, yeah, that's three of three. I have exactly that. Nice. On nice. both counts. Yeah. My wedding present was a snowball mic. From me, yes. <laughs> it's um, been a blessing to the cast oh yeah no totally it was part i hate to admit uh it was partly a selfish gift because i just wanted the cast to sound better <laughs> i I'm, I'm fine with it yeah the, the the and these things are sturdy i'm sad to say i've dropped it a few times these things are Same. sturdy oh they're That's great awesome. love it yeah um uh, yeah i've been um i i picked it up we're doing when we did the commentary for the movie, we did it here at my apartment, and um, we needed a good microphone. So I, I bought this for like yeah, eighty bucks or whatever, and uh, Andy, the producer, had one, and so we plugged them both into the machine and kind of like, like, um, well, flanked us with it, and we sat on the couch and just kind of went. And luckily, it turned out okay. Uh, and so then I had this thing, and I just I've had no use for it because I don't, you know. I don't know, do audio hardly ever. I've been like, I need to go do something just so I can use this dumb microphone that I have hanging around the house. I do uh, I do occasional audio blogs to augment um, my, uh, I have a blo uh, blog that I keep on high-functioning autism. And yeah. uh, so I use this as a, to kind of occasionally I'll do an entry that's audio. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Well, it's something. Sometimes I don't feel like writing a full entry. I want to talk one, and so that's what yeah. I do. Well, it's tough. I I find that uh, I I used to have a couple of blogs, and and there's times that I'd get really excited about something, and then I'd I'd lose it between my brain and my fingers. Mm -hmm. Like I just I just get caught up in whatever the medium was that I just wish I could just just spit it all out. I do I do that for audio reviews. Like yeah. um, earlier this year. Um, it also kind of helped flesh out some cast content. I did like a 20 minute Paddington review, for example. Oh, nice. Yeah. Because I had a lot to say on that movie and I didn't feel like writing it out. So I just talked it out. Sure. Very positive review, by the way. I, yeah, I hear really good things about that movie as much as I want to like make fun of it and like not see it. I like, it kills me how great the reviews have been for that movie. It's, just it, it's very think, clever. <laughs> the thing about it is, I grew up reading the books, and I was just like, please don't screw this up. Please don't screw this up. Please don't do the movie I know you can do. Yeah. And they didn't. They they did uh, They did an accurate, faithful, lovely little adaptation of uh, Michael Bond's work, which made me happy. Nice. Because it, it hurts to see something you grew up loving uh, stink. Don't I know it. Oh. It's a Is very, it... it's a very Wes Andersony film. Oh yeah, really? Yeah. Oh yeah. Lots of shot choices that clearly reflected a fandom. So, huh? <laughs> yeah. I've seen. Uh, I have not seen as many movies as I want to this year, though. So. Yeah. Same. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've been making a real concerted effort in the past, like, well, over the summer to like 
go and see stuff and and whatever. Uh, my wife and I have a constant struggle between TV and movies. Yeah. And um, and what's nice about the summer is that there's nothing on TV, so I can I can win more arguments of like, but we should watch a movie and it'll be great. So mm. I've been trying to go out and see stuff and you know raid the library and see some things I haven't watched in a while. Last night we watched um, Die Hard with a Vengeance. Which ah, is great. Oh yeah. yeah. Man, those so. first first three diehards are wonderful, and I actually like the fourth one a lot more than some. So, who are you? How could you like that movie? <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, I didn't, like, I didn't yeah. like it in comparison to the first one. Let me put it to you that way. Yeah, before we saw the fourth one, we um we did a big diehard fest where we watched mm-hmm. all three diehard movies. So that would have crushed any expectations I would have had for it. Oh yeah, and then we went to the theater and we we're like so jacked on on diehard and walked out just so disappointed i just i really dislike that director um is it len wiseman yeah um because i feel like his stuff is so joyless and mm-hmm. so it's so like, like trying to be hyper cool with with having no personality like uh uh what's it uh wonder world underworld was humor like looked awesome but was so humorless it became a farce of itself and um uh total recall his total oh, recall did, remake i is did like, not bother with that oh my god it is so bad uh, i don't bother with most remakes admittedly um like if you're going to do a remake it has to be like the uh, 2004 manchurian candidate where you've legitimately got people who are the equals of the uh, previous film working on it otherwise sure. i don't care that one, I've never seen the original, but I know enough about it to know that you can't duplicate that. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. it'd be kind of hard to do because it's just so unique and goofy and and interesting. Yeah. All those practical yeah. effects are just replaced with CG and it's... <sighs> yeah. Yeah. We have... I have so many questions about practical effects. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I probably have answers about practical effects. Yes. <laughs> oh. Anyway, let's let's officially uh, get this started. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's do it. I've been yeah. recording for 16 minutes, so it'll be good outtake material. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I do that just in case we, you know, because I like to release those. But... <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Hey, guys, welcome to the film room. Hello. We have a guest with us today, Mr. Matt Jackson. Hey, how's it going? That's it. Just, just Colin, not Colin, Colin Hill, <laughs> the, ph- the phenomenally award-winning podcast and Slit Doors podcast, Last Honest podcast, the Voices of Generation of Family podcast. It goes there. Who is currently on a hiatus right now, but will probably be back sometime in the future. You've added some names since I've last heard you. I want to add it right now. I want to add it right now because it's Sweet. kind of the state of things right now. <laughs> and, may- is, uh... and maybe Ramon if he joins us later. Yeah. <laughs> If he yeah, doesn't, I, I will probably cut this part out. <laughs> yeah, I apologize for my close being absent, but you know it's a little hard to get you know uh, Skype when you're running across the border. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I I believe his I, I believe his absence may be due to some damn dirty apes. So. <laughs> Which is just fine. <laughs> Which is just fine. Like that yet he moves like one of those. You remember those like plastic tubes that you try to hold on to and. Yeah, that's about what he moves like. He, he's, he's. But I just, I really did I love. Just, like, the little tiny like ones you'd win at like a, 
Like, yeah, exactly. That's See, what he's. I'm too gay, so I just stuck my fingers in those, so I didn't have that problem. But I'm I bummed. Didn't... Yeah. Oh no. I. I. As I said, it was actually really. It was actually just so nice to see a movie that was like, sex is awesome. You know, go screw it out. It, it makes everything good. And also, it's just, it's such a positive, upbeat movie. And we are going to be going into the absolute sewers of uh, negativity to deal with uh, Sucker Punch. Oh, yeah. It is. Oh, as I said, if you were afraid that one of us was going to turn out to be one of those revisionist fans, oh, that didn't happen. I wasn't. I wasn't right. Hell no. 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 Oh, yeah. no. There was. There was no chance in hell I was going to be one of those. In fact, and I talked to a couple of them yesterday, and all I said to them was, you know, I'm going to continue to respect you as a film fan because 99% of your decisions, I can respect. But this one, I'm going to disagree with you as violently as humanly possible. And uh, just get ready, because in my cast, I'm not going to make any allowances. Well, there's one thing in the movie that I liked, and that's about it. So. The one thing I liked in the movie isn't in the theatrical cut. Really? There was a song and dance number in the okay, song cut, which I've seen both. In fact, I rented the theatrical cut so I would be on board with you guys for today. I have seen nice. this movie twice and paid for it twice. How does that make me feel? Oh, see, see, I feel like I won over all of you. Because I didn't give it a penny. I didn't give it a penny. I got it from the library. I gave it $6. Well, I technically didn't give it $6. I gave Vintage Stock $6 because I got used. So I don't feel too bad about that. Yeah, I... I kept out at eight whole dollars. Oh, jeez. Oh, I... Uh, <laughs> see, I, as I said, I won because not only did I get it from the library, but at the same time, I also uh, checked out the uh, Liberace biopic from Steven Soderbergh. Which is probably going to be a really damn good movie. So you're just getting sparkles everywhere. <laughs> oh, sucker punch and biopic sucker, uh, biopic sparkles over yonder. Great. Oh yeah, yeah, but at least that one's going to be fun. At least that one's going to not be less murder and molesting it. Oh my god, I have so many thoughts. The thing here's here's the thing. I'm going to peer, periodic periodically make myself uh, hold back on talking about some good things. But, like, watching this, it was like, okay, I'm a huge fan of Adam Warren's Empowered, which also deals with some of these tropes. The thing about it is, reading that, watching this, I was like, oh, Warren actually does talk about these tropes in the book. I mean, he's, it's still a very problematic work, but at least I believe Warren when he says he's trying to discuss them. I don't believe Snyder one bit. No. Well, I'm not, I'm not against rape and revenge no it's a whole exploitation genre for a reason god bless you quentin tarantino on kill bill that's all i'm gonna say eh, it, i love that movie but it still has some, some oh it, on I, that. oh let's oh d uh, don't worry i'm a fan i'm not a delusional fan <laughs> okay yeah Ameri just, american mary also has a rape and ultimate revenge we guys we're getting ahead of ourselves we need to get on this true I've been recording for the past four minutes. Okay. Yeah, I know. That's why I've been watching my language. Um, yeah. I always do so. Um, you do realize we're talking about rape movies. I don't think we really watch our language. I still do it. I still do it. It's a trope. It's a trope of my It's a trope of my online work, okay? We're already R-rated. Yes. We've, we've said fuck on this cast before. It's okay. I haven't. 
I haven't. It's just a trope. It's just a. It's just a. It's just a character trope, if you will. Yeah. There you go. I'm, al- I'm allowed one. I'm not against it. Believe me. Um. A- a- ask. Uh, ask. Uh, Will from there. Uh, what I talk like when I'm off mic. Oh God. Yeah. 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 I. I don't. Don't hesitate. But anyway. Um. Let's. So, so let's... before we get to I. Uh, uh. I figured out that I can actually. Uh, adjust the output volume from here so it's you guys aren't redlining. Awesome. So that's great. So and the sides will be separate anyway, so it won't be. So okay. So I think we're we're good. We're technical. Yay. Okay. <laughs> so um, I uh, how do we get this started? Uh, say hi, everybody. Welcome. I will say this for Netflix, though. Uh, my wife has never watched the X-Files. Oh, yeah. We're currently <laughs> at about the halfway point right now. Um, yeah. Nice. And um, I – we would not be – that would not be possible without Netflix because I'm like, honey, you've got to get up in time. you got to yeah. got to be there in time for January. And that's why <laughs> – that's also why I'm so glad that Netflix puts out uh, at least their more popular shows on – on uh, blu-ray eventually uh, i'm waiting for daredevil to come out on, on blu-ray but yeah x-files are you going to i used to love x-files up and through like season five and then mm-hmm. i kind of fell off it was like after the movie came out so i i was my there two-part question I was, is i was there to the end <laughs> nice my two-part question is are you gonna are you gonna watch the movie in sequence or are you gonna watch the yes. movies after the end a uh, movie so in sequence great um, movies um, in sequence um and then no. are you gonna are you gonna dive out of the show once uh, Daggett no. and Annabeth Gish show up? No, no, I'm, <laughs> I I I feel what I'm what, what we're gonna do is probably for for the last season jump around and avoid some of those episodes. But I feel like the Mulder abduction arc is quality enough that it'll get to stay. But sure. then probably after Duchovny leaves outright, it'll be okay. We're gonna take a we'll just kind of go through those as quickly as we can. And uh, accept that the show did not end satisfyingly, and accept that it's <laughs> not actually ended, and then just yeah. go from there. But no, sure. I'm, I am a diehard. I am a diehard. I was hell. I, the fact that I saw the second movie uh, should be enough of a comment, much less <laughs> the fact that I saw it uh, on the first day it was released. So you know. Wow. Yeah. And although that one we may be skipping, that one we may be skipping. Oh, I'm not yeah. not as much of a fan of that one. I want to believe that this movie is good, right? Yeah, I heard it's frustrating. Heard bad things, yeah. It's it's oh. it's frustratingly it's kind of homophobic, really, which I really did not. Uh, really? Yeah, I, I was really not cool with that. The it 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 went in some homophobic di- and transphobic directions. I was just like, this hmm. kind of makes me feel creepy. Interesting. Yeah. Huh. I I I guess I guess stick up for my friends. I guess stick up for my friends. Uh, no, totally, uh, yeah. absolutely. Um, that is uh, an interesting direction. Not something I would not expect from. The oh, X-Files. I didn't either, and that's yeah. kind of what frustrated. But uh, but anyway, you, I digress. Um, that could be the name um, of this cast. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to I Digress podcast. Have you seen the 2004 version of the Stepford Wives? I haven't. It's not unwatchable. It has some things about it that are really good. But that was a movie that was so mangled in the editing and the reshoots that you could see that it was like, oh, so every idea got lost. Uh, It's watchable. Great. It's entertaining, but 
It's a mess. Like, from what I gathered, it was supposed to be, like, a kind of a parody of the original. Yeah, and they that all that got lost. And also, at the last minute, the studio got cold feet about the fact that murder was a central plot point. And so they <laughs> wound up re-editing things so that mm. it, they managed to remove the murder plot of the film, which is so <sighs> pivotal... That it winds up making the film make zero sense whatsoever. Uh, because they were... Geez. Like, they reveal that it's mind control versus uh, killing the women and turning them into robots. You know, killing right. the women and getting identical robots, which is what it was in the book and the original film. Right. And that doesn't work because you wind up with so many plot holes that it's a mess. It's an entertaining mess, and it's not, it's not a bad set. But Frank Oz pretty much quit directing Hollywood films after that. He walked away completely. Aw. So, yeah. Dang. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, so that happens. Uh, that happens. That's, you know, it's worth noting. Like, I know Nicole Kidman tried to drop out of the film. Oh, wow. Yeah. And she's one of the, she's the title star. Yeah, she tried to drop out of the film uh, when uh, John Cusack, who was scheduled to be in it, dropped out. Uh, she tried to drop out um it's it it was it's a mess it is a mess of a film but it's an entertaining mess and as long as you know that it's a mess walking in by the way that, that's a case where because of all the reshoots and re-edits that, tr that those trailers wound up being wildly inaccurate y'all are gonna have to pardon that the, there's a train go i live within a thousand feet of the train tracks there's nothing that can be done about that trains coming to good. rescue you from talking about this movie <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. You see, I want to talk about it because I want to give it every second of pain that it gave me. It can't hear you. It can't <laughs> suffer like you've suffered. <laughs> and if the movie taught you anything, you should just sit there and suffer in silence because truth oh. is freedom. <laughs> oh, my word. This, this is... The, the bar they have to cross is be somewhat more intelligent than Transformers. Yes. And it seems they've already crossed that bar yeah mm -hmm. i don't know like when early on my expectations were extremely low then i kind of just settled around okay if it's at least dumb fun <laughs> it's done its job yeah it can be this it could be the stupidest story in the world but if you make me if you entertain me with the action scenes just enough i won't care now i'm thinking i might actually legitimately enjoy this movie yeah, yeah. Because you, you look at how the turtles themselves look. Like, to me, that was when I first was like, yes, you get it. Because the individual looks they've given each turtle are so indicative of who they are personality-wise. That's like, yeah, you get it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I get like some people have been turned off by like the added bits of flair that they put on it. But it's like, I mean, what the fuck ever. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> I I love it. I love it because it just made, to me it distinguishes each character and makes them look. It, it shows their personalities. Yeah, and really that's the most important part. As long as they nail the personalities down, then they've got the turtles. Because it's really hard to fuck up the Ninja Turtles yeah. simply because they're so simple. Yeah. So like, mm -hmm. basic as characters that, as long as you get the dynamic down then 
uh, you've essentially got the turtles, Pat, and the rest kind of writes itself. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I just, I see nothing in this that's giving me any pause. Uh, I mean, I know some people are hating the uh, ultra shredder look. Me? Yeah. It's all right. Dude, I think it looks cool. Yeah. Look, super, super shredder from Secret of the Use. They've done it before. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's, again, that's the thing. You just kind of want to grab these people and say, you know what's come before. I mean, honestly, I've watched some of the later episodes of the show, and it's like, yeah, the, the the bar isn't as high as you think, people. Yeah. That said, the IDW series is awesome right now. It is great. Have you seen the newest issue? No, I've not. I mean, I'm uh, actually way behind on it. I've only read a little bit of it, but everything I've read of it's incredible. Okay, have you at least gotten to City Fall yet? I've not gotten to City Fall. Okay, tell me when you get to City Fall because you're really gonna like that one. I'm 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 sure. Um, I'm excited about the Ghostbusters crossover they're gonna do too. That's gonna be fun. That looks fun, yeah. And uh, see. wonder where Ramon is. Didn't you say you might go see Planet of the Apes? Oh yeah, he did. He did. Text is full. Oh, did he say he was gonna? I thought you were you were saying that. No, it was him. Damn it. Which, by the way, if he did wind up doing it, Mm -hmm. damn it. Damn it, Ramon. Also, also awesome movie. Awesome. Yeah. I'm probably going to see it on Monday. It's it's well worth your time and money. It looks... Next next Friday for me. You're going to love it. It's... I mean, don't don't walk out... Don't walk in expecting a feel-good film. That's the only thing I tell people is... (laughs) Do not expect a feel-good film. It's not. No, I expect nothing of the sort. I saw I saw Rise of the Planet of the Apes. Yeah. <laughs> expect... Uh, the comparisons to Children of Men are actually pretty damned accurate. Hmm. Dang. <laughs> I mean, it's a prequel to Planet of the Apes, so we know we lose at the end. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. What we don't expect is how little... I mean, it just feels... It just... The thought of war in this movie makes you sick to your stomach because you see how much both sides have to lose. Mm. It, and that's the mark of great writing. It's it's a superbly written film. Um, then uh, last night was the first press screening for Guardians of the Galaxy and the buzz is, it's coming in strong. Yeah, a couple of my friends like saw it already and they're already like gushing so much praise over it. I the the box office tracking figures are damn good on it. Marvel's doing an incredible job on hyping it. Um, seeing that Apes broke big was a pretty good harbinger for it. Yeah, it seems like, like this summer movie season has gotten started really late. Cause, I mean, I know uh, Transformers is doing like super well overseas, but like, at least in my theater, it wasn't as big as we expected it to be. Mm-hmm. No. So. Um, well, I think the thing about it is you had a really strong May. Um, like, I know there were a lot of releases in May that did very well. And then, yeah, June and July were, have been kind of a lull. Yeah, it's like, I, don't, I expect, like, Hydra or Dragon 2 to be, like, a really big one, but then that just kind of fizzled out. That's, that's one that's going to be a big mystery. I think it was because there was too much hype of scaring parents away. Which movie? How to Train Your Dragon 2. Oh. Huh. Yeah, I mean that one's, that one. 
That one's a big mystery. 22 Jump Street was big, I know, and it deserved yeah. to be every bit as big as it was. Yes. Man. I saw it on Tuesday. It was hilarious. It was... That was great. Uh, have you seen it? No, I haven't. I've only seen, like, half of the first one. Oh. Uh, <laughs> it's... The first one's also great. Lord and Miller. You just... Those guys are killing it. Yeah. I I will ask real quick, uh, because we were talking about uh, the roadside attractions thing. Have you read uh, Neil Gaiman's American Gods? I have, as a matter of fact. Yeah, because yeah. he, talked, he talked about that at length in that book. Yeah. Um, yeah, and that's uh, it's set, what, in the, the southeast. And I keep yeah. wanting to go to, uh, what's that cave they go to with the rocks? Just like every cave, there's a there's a specific <laughs> cave to go to that's yeah. supposed to be like really awesome, and I can't remember what it is it's, right now. It's it's frankly been a while since I've read the book, but uh, yeah, I although I really love it, it's it's a great book. I probably need to reread it. So. Yeah, yeah, it's but, on my list of like things to reread, but I have all this other stuff on top of it to read first. And then to that, know. yeah, my background is uh, journalism is what I do. And uh, I'm a page designer with the newspaper now. And so I know a thing or two about asking questions is my point. <laughs> so, yeah. Really... So, so I'm not going to get questions like, what's your favorite food? <laughs> what colors do you like? <laughs> no, 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 no. We, we, we... And also right. I have a huge background in film. So, <laughs> you know, I know enough about how to ask actual questions. <laughs> and so does Albert. So oh, does yeah, he. absolutely. It's we're literate. School for. <laughs> yep, we're literate. Yeah. So, um, let me know when you officially get things started. Okay. I'm. Uh. Okay. So I'm looking at the levels. Everything looks good. Nothing's overblowing. How long are we gonna give Ramon? By the way. Oh no! I texted him right now to find out where he is. All right. Thanks. But I mean, yeah. I, I think part of the problem was that the what should have been one of the big summer movies was released in April. I think that kind of took some of the heat away from the season two. Uh, Captain America. That's oh, true. Oh, yeah. Because that yeah, played true. like a summer movie. Oh, God, yeah. It definitely did. But I think if they released Captain America in the summer, then I think Guardians wouldn't have had a chance. I don't think. I think you're right. But yeah. Cap, Cap was, I think the thing about Cap was it was way stronger than anybody expected. Yeah, well, especially after like the, the first one did okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> This like one this, did. This, this one did incredible. Yeah, this one had the benefit of coming off of Avengers, so mm -hmm. yeah, definite bump. But I think that the next one's going to have the benefit of coming off of this one. Yeah, of course. That, that's why I'm actually thinking that uh, Cap Three is actually going to. Actually, no, wait. I take that back. I think Batman versus Superman might take it, even though Cap is obviously going to be the better movie. Uh Oh, one of those movies is gonna blank. Let's let's be clear. I expect Marvel to blank. No, they shouldn't. They'll, they'll have a strong. I don't know. At least in terms of track record, they'll have a really strong chance. With Batman vs Superman, you can see the desperation on Warner Brothers' part. You can. <laughs> I still expect Marvel. I still expect them to blank. Probably jump back to April. <laughs> I really hope not. Like I, I want to see that clash. 
I do too because I'll be honest. I would put I would be giving my money to Cap, um, especially because they're keeping the same creative team in place, same writers, same directors. Mm-hmm. I mean, and again, Winter Soldier was just absolutely. We're, we're going to be getting to that one uh, next month uh, when we wrap up all of Marvel. But yeah, I just ugh. so I'm I'm ready for Guardians. Uh, same. I think I, the thing I continue to be the most impressed about is Bradley Cooper is does not seem to be doing Bradley Cooper. Yeah, that's what I was surprised. Like when I heard him in the trailer, like I was like, "Wow, this this is a fucking character he's playing." Like yeah. he's not he's not doing Bradley Cooper as Rocket. He's doing Rocket Raccoon. Yeah, he really sounds like how I picture Rocket would sound: surly, just very angry, and does not sound like himself. Yeah. Uh, which I love. I'm I'm a huge Rocket Raccoon fan. I read the first issue of the Solo series, and it's great. Yeah, that was. I love the art in it so much. Scotty Young is awesome. Yes, like it, it just reminds me of like Earthworm Jim, like mm-hmm. that kind of art style. That's why I love it so much. Well, have you read Young's adaptation? Uh, the uh, well, he drew it. Uh, Eric Schenauer, uh wrote it. The uh, their uh, adaptation of Wizard of Oz. I'm reading one of them right now. Okay, there it's beautiful. It is, and it's just it's such an awesome interpretation. It's one that I hand off to people and say, "Here, if you love this story, you've got to read this." So yeah, I'm totally a young fan, and it's nice because he's proving to be every bit as fine a writer as he is an artist. Oh yeah, because that book is funny. Oh great, there's a cat. <laughs> there's a cat in this neighborhood. Better than dogs. <laughs> well, admittedly, it's a cat that's in its house by choice. True, true. Yes, uh, my wife and I, our cat is... <laughs> it, initially, it was her cat, is the best way of putting it. <laughs> it just didn't stay her cat. So. Transitive properties. Transitive properties of ownership. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. She, yeah, the cat is uh, the cat is meowing at the uh, at the uh, door, and I'm not letting her in. She ruins podcasts. <laughs> yeah. So she's, so she's exactly like Ramon's dog, and <laughs> and my smoke alarm. <laughs> I gotta ask: Did you hear about what happened with the Hugo Awards last night? No. After the uh, Gators. Got in and hit them so hard, uh, rigging the nominees. Uh huh. Um, they wound up deciding that it would be better to have five categories in which no award was given rather than award one of the Gator choices. Huh. Yeah. Uh, the Hugo Awards kind of sent a very clear and loud message as to what they thought about that. Yeah, I know. Right. No, I think it. No, I think it's awesome. It makes me respect the Hugos even more. Because that's is that is that a British thing? No, the Hugos right. are the Sci-Fi Awards. Welcome back. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah. yeah we were. Discussing... Are you talking about the the Hugos? Yes. The uh, that is such a weird thing. The Hugos, like the controversy that's happening because yeah. of it. I don't know what to think about all that stuff. It's sad that there's so many uh, no awards this year. 
it is sad, but <clears throat> it was. But I feel like it was sad that they got the rigging and all that. Yeah, I guess yeah. that's how. I, that's how I yeah. feel about it. I also know that in comics, I saw that Ms. Marvel won for best graphic novel. Yeah. Yeah, I got some strong thoughts on that one. Namely, yay. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> well, good. Uh, yeah, because yeah. I, really, I really like that comic. I, I really have enjoyed it. Uh, I haven't read it yet. So I'm a, I'm a, big, I'm a big comics guy. And I just, I, I think I tried to read the first issue. And I was like, yeah, okay. Uh, I'm going to try to read it more on the, the Marvel Unlimited app. Oh, yeah. To see Marvel. if it's like, yes. Um, but, but yeah, I think, I think what it is, and this is a total tangent. I'm sorry. But oh, sorry. no, no. I'm, we, I'm, we live on tangents. I'm bothered. So I've been reading comics for, for like 20 years or whatever. And uh, I'm bothered by the current trend of doing a six issue story, which is the current for the past 15 years. But yeah. Um, but the, the idea of like, you can't just have a single adventure or the idea of God, the purity of the purity of like, like uh, authorial intent. So I would love to see, other people tackle uh, Ms. Marvel. I would love to see Ms. Marvel in a bunch of like one-off adventures. I would she, love to see like, like she was in a two-issue Spider-Man run that was pretty good. So that's true. Although I, <clears throat> I had to take a stand against Spider-Man because I mean, my Peter, my Peter is a married Peter. Uh, I was going to say I knew exactly uh, what was going to be your stand. I knew exactly yeah. what was going to be your stand. Um, I have written at length on one more day. Yeah. Uh, here's the long and short of it i think everybody is being too nice to it and keep in mind (laughs) yeah no totally i'm very much enjoying uh renew your vows because it's finally like my peter's back even though it bothers me his kid is named annie and not may i know i'm I'm fine with it i'm fine i'm fine with it has to be mayday parker has to be yeah when the avengers came out me and austin uh, made a trip to Springfield, Missouri, which is kind of uh, a nice middle ground for us, and yeah. uh, and uh, to you know just sort of hang out for a day and go to the midnight premiere. And uh, I think we found an actual physical copy of uh, One More Day, and <laughs> and Austin's like, "Should we should we just get this and burn it?" Yeah, that's about <laughs> how I feel about it. Although I'll tell yeah. you something ironic: after One More Day. I have missed approximately zero issues of Amazing Spider-Man. I am I I can't explain why I can because Dan Slott has really been killing it, but I really and truly I haven't missed a single issue. And I'm not. I feel like I started reading Brand New Day out of spite, and then just got too much into it. Sure. But I'm but I'm still but I'm still passionately against One More Day. But I get I'm you. Def, definitely a hypocrite there. Is what I'm saying. <laughs> definitely. <laughs> I live by that old adage of like voting with your wallet because I read all the, the 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 interviews and all that stuff and they're always like if you like something buy it if you don't like something don't buy it you know making a stink about it on, online or whatever it was like it doesn't doesn't really do anything what we yeah. respond to is numbers I, you know what it came from it came from the um, the you decide stuff mm-hmm. from like two thousand oh, I remember that I remember that yeah and I was like well you know, if you like if you like Captain Marvel, the Genvel, um, Genesvel Marvel, if you if you like Captain Marvel, buy it. If you like this other thing, buy it. But you you can't just say that. Oh, we love this thing that we're not buying. You have to need to vote with your wallet. 
and uh, and so that's what I've done. And like, I just like Spider Man. Uh, I, I love Spider Man. Spider Man is one of my favorite characters. Daredevil is probably my favorite, but Spider Man I, I love. Talk and, about a character, by the way, just real quick on Daredevil. Yeah. Talk about a character who's had it good lately. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, no, yeah, he's been. He's been having a good stretch since like 1996. Oh yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I mean, it was huge. like it was Smith onto Mac, onto I know Gale was briefly in there, but then it was Bendis. Uh, let's see, it was Bendis Fraction. Um, uh, it was uh, Bendis Brubaker. Diggle Bendis was, Brubaker. Diggle. Yeah. Bendis Brubaker Diggle. I get Fraction and Brubaker mixed up sometimes. I totally understand. Um, but even before the the that. Marvel Knights relaunch. Uh, Joe Kelly did a great run. That's that's yeah underappreciated. And awesome. uh, uh, Carl Keschel did the run before. No, yeah, Carl Keschel did the run right before Joe Kelly, which is also great. It has one of my favorite. No, Joe Kelly wrote that issue. Joe Kelly wrote my favorite Daredevil Spider Man team up issue, where he he defined their characters as um, he said they're like they're like Bugs and Daffy, mm-hmm. where. Daredevil is like bugs and Spider-Man is like Daffy. And then he wrote yeah. that story and it's great. And I love uh, it. Was that the uh, un- unusual suspects? I think was the, or am I think I'm thinking of something else. I think uh, might've been, it was a single issue. It was okay. It was when, no, it was when Ben was in the suit um, and they go up against okay. a, a weird, like Elmer Fudd knockoff. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I'm thinking of something else. Yeah. But it's great. I actually, I have a, a, an almost complete run of Daredevil Volume One. Wow! And I love it. And I've been like picking through it, and, like reading bits and pieces of it, and like discovering these weird things. Like uh, I think it was Marv. No, it was uh, Denny O'Neill had a, this weird run in like the two hundreds that right in between the the two Frank Miller runs. That's, yeah, it was O'Neill. Uh, uh, yeah, that's like totally. It's weird, but it's totally cool. Uh, the Andy Asenti stuff and the the late '80s is oh, great. Love that stuff. Uh, DJ uh, DG Chichester starts really interesting and then totally goes off the rails. It's like it the '90s was a rough time. The '90s was a rough time for comics. I think that's yeah. kind of the best way of putting it. I'm I'm yeah. if it's not clear, I am a monstrous comic book fan. I'm look like I'm looking at my bookshelf and it is just wall to wall graphic novels. Uh, oh yeah, no I. I, I'm I'm constantly running out of space and figuring out new ways to shelve things to like keep everything fresh. I and think then I, I've got pretty much every Howard the Duck trade paperback that's ever been released. <laughs> nice, nice. That new series is amazing. It is absolutely the best Howard has been since Gerber. I mean, it's on par with Gerber's run in my yeah. opinion right now, and that yeah. says something because I revere Gerber's run very few comics but oh i'm loving it i cannot wait for uh what let's say i'm in a brief hiatus until november when it comes back but i'm yeah. i'm ready no i'm like i'm so pissed at secret wars for ending all of these books i was really into like howard the duck spider woman which is great once javier rodriguez came on the book I've is got, amazing uh, i need to pick up the trade of that from the library so that'll be something to get to soon yeah, um, and then I was buying something else that was like small and and like one of the oh Ant Man was yeah yeah you know, it's just I love those books that sits on the the outskirts of the the mainstream stuff and it's just having a good time. Yeah, Superior Foes of Spider Man was 
Amazing. That was really good. Nick Spencer yeah. knew what he was doing. I that yeah. was one that I read on Unlimited and really loved. So, yeah, uh, we do have to at some point get back to the main gist of the totally. cast, but that's just not totally, what we totally. do here. Yeah, but um, as they'll, such, I really agreed. Uh, they'll be great outtake content. Oh, <laughs> how they how they tear asunder any of Billy's and the male gaze's viewer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I watched it just last night didn't sleep well um <laughs> sorry it's all good i slept okay um but anyway yeah i think he has two one like where um elizabeth is that her name the betty boop uh your smoke alarm uh, goes off often uh well, like that was like a running gag back in like the early days of ilps i needed to change the battery in it but i kept oh, forgetting I <laughs> so like every time during the record you would just hear this beep Oh, I see. By the way, I should note, for this cast, I've run off a complete list of movies that were released in 1997, and I've got the key ones underlined that I want to hit. I have the uh, the wiki up. Yeah. Yeah, I wrote but down, I, like, all the ones I saw. I In, in my case, I'm just going to kind of run through them. Um, I'm going to run through the... What My plan is to run through January through uh, April pretty fast just kind of hit them and say okay this was this part of the year because the the main focus i want to do is you know focusing on the summer because that was really where i want to lean in but i do want there are some good films that we need to hit um, and some very bad films too that i want to hit well just last night i watched um the devil's advocate mm. just kind of catch up Oh, there was one. That was a good one, too. Oh, so good. Keanu Reeves, man. I refuse to believe that he is not a good actor. I don't yeah. believe he's a bad actor at all. I think any... My my response when people say he's a bad actor is, so you haven't seen The Gift, have you? Because <laughs> Have you seen that, Colin? No, I haven't. First of all, you need to. It's very good. Sam Raimi directing a Billy Bob Thornton co-written script. It's very good. Um... Kate Blanchett stars. Um, Reeves plays a psychotic uh, hillbilly in it, and he's terrifying. I'm sold. Yeah, he's terrifying in it. That's the thing. This is not bland, staring into nowhere Reeves. This is genuinely terrifying, unsettling Reeves. So, yeah, he's 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 good in it. Um, oh man, there are some films on this list that I'm not going to have time to hit. But I'm just almost mm. sad that we won't. Well, no, we at least have to dedicate, we at least have to dedicate an entire section of this podcast to Turbo, a Power Rangers movie. It's underlined. The greatest movie of 1997. <laughs> it's underlined. It's actually on the underlined list, mostly because I want to remind people that that movie came out that late. <laughs> um, let's see. So there are some. There are some astonishingly bad films on this list. Um, Incidentally, not on this list, but I'm definitely going to make sure to note it. The Star Wars Special Editions, yeah. which... Oh, yeah. I'm sorry, I don't care how much the fans want to argue about them. To me, that was how I got to see the films in a theater, so... Same here. I'm always going to be grateful for the experience. I was a... Colin, I'll be honest with you. You can go to my blog to find out what 1997 was like for me. It wasn't pretty. Uh, I've got an entire entry up on it. It was pretty ugly. 
uh, I actually had to be pulled from school that year. Mm. Yeah, for being and too was, awesome, right? What? For being too ahead of the curve, right? <sighs> like you're making these kids look bad, Austin. You I want to think that. I want to think that was the case. Um, I want to say that it wasn't that the school district was unbelievably negligent in handling my bullying. So. Heck. I was brutally bullied, and uh, the school district was completely negligent. Um, it's it's all up on my blog entry that I wrote. So, which weirdly enough, I mean, I, I yeah, it's it's up. So, I mean, I just I don't feel like giving. I mean, how how much longer are we gonna wait? Uh, maybe five more minutes. I think five is good. Yeah. If he wants to, if he wants to join in, in the middle, he can. It wouldn't be the first podcast I've listened to to do that, and it certainly wouldn't. Weirdly <laughs> enough, it would actually make us sound more professional. <laughs> I, I will say, by the way, cheers on a good quality streamer. Um, I love oh. Vimeo so much. Oh yeah, yeah. It was. It's been it's been nice for us um, to like to do all that. It's it's weird how the industry is changing. That you know, it used to be sending DVDs around, and anymore, it's like. It's sending weird screeners, which is kind of terrifying, but you know, way easier. Last year and this coming, and this coming, um, like I have a meeting uh, on the ninth for this. I was a screener for the Kansas City Film Fest, oh, and uh, nice. some something I've been going to for years uh, previous, but I actually got to participate. And uh, they use uh, a service called Without a Box. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You know where you can include an online screener, and there's uh, there's also like film freeway or something. But it was really exciting when, like, they had the screener for Without a Box, like, and it only they only allow like SD copies of things. It's not good. It's not good quality. Uh, sure. It was, and I got really excited when people would link to would link to a Vimeo and say, "Hey, if you want to watch an HD copy of this, here's a link." It's like. Ooh, yes, please. Thank you. Yeah. No, totally. My, my computer stinks uh, pretty badly, actually. And I was still able to watch it with um, full HD quality. It looked great. So Nice. Yeah. It's a, it's a beautiful, like, it's so rich. I, uh, I certainly have no desire to see Minions at this point ever, even remotely, do I have. In fact, I just, I actually, it's a funny story, and uh, this can... Feel free to shred this out of the cast, but this is the fifth anniversary of the day that I tried to go see Despicable Me. Like, I was on my way to go see it. Oh, yeah. And I get to my comic shop, and they had passes to see Scott Pilgrim vs. the World that night for free. Mm -hmm. Two weeks before it came out. I've seen that film in theaters five times, and I still say, you lucky bastard. <laughs> I don't. Uh, I don't regret my decision to go to have chosen to see that instead of Despicable Me. That's my point. I actually loved that they made the character look like Brolin. I love Brolin and everything that he's in. I do too. Save, save W. But that's a whole other thing. That's not his fault. W. He's not the problem. The problem is that it's a rough. It's a script. It's the script. The problem is it's an Oliver Stone film. The end. Oh, I am so not a Stone fan. I'm I'm sorry. I I realize that might make me a bad film buff, but I'm not an Oliver Stone fan. Oh fuck that! Oliver Stone is overrated and terrible. And don't even get me started on how I feel about what Stone. I'm a student of the Kennedy assassination. I've studied what actually happened. 
don't get me started on how much I despise what Stone has done to uh, furthering the conspiracy theories. Um, for the record, I am firmly convinced that Lee Harvey Oswald did it. There is a wealth of evidence to support that that theory. Well, it's not even a theory. It's a wealth of evidence to support it. I mean, the guy all but said, hey, I'm going to kill Kennedy today. Ugh, just ugh. No, I'm... No, my problems with W come down to it was not re- it was a film that was trying to be a biopic of someone whose story wasn't finished, and it was, in theory, a, a greatest hits montage, but they left out nine eleven. Yeah, they did. That came out during his presidency. Yes, right? it did. <sighs> Jesus, it was not a film that was ready to go. It felt like I was watching a first draft of a film, but not a film that was ready. So. And, you know, this isn't us getting political or anything. It's just the film itself sucks. It's, no, it's it's that it's actually just the opposite because I'm not, I wasn't a big George W. Bush fan. But he deserved a better film than this. That's the thing. He deserves he a serious does. biopic. He deserves a film where he gets some respect. Uh, to me, this movie felt a little better than, I was at the library today and I saw that they had the uh, Will Ferrell one-man show. I was tempted to pick it up. Uh, the DVD looked a little bit in rough shape. I might try and find a better edition of it. This didn't look. This was not much better than that. It was. It was a frustrating movie, and I realize this will all be cut out, but uh, I don't care. Oh, it'll be in an outtake. Yeah, it'll be in an outtake. But I mean, I so. as I said, I, I I felt like the movie deserved better. It deserved. Bush deserved a more respectful, serious film, and. It was Stone didn't really seem to have a handle on the material. I no, I was... and you know Stone also does terrible things with his soundtrack, and, uh, and there are a lot of issues. Yeah, I just I'm sorry. Stone is one of those directors for whom, when I look at the people that are so impressed by him, I'm like, really, why? Are you high? <laughs> I, it's just what's wrong with you? Because JFK has just. As I said, as a student of history, that movie has destroyed so much. Um, seeing as how it's a movie that tries to he- make a hero out of a crackpot. And I love the fact that Stone is mad because people still believe the original story. Well, yeah, it's it's funny how easy it is to believe the original story when you've got facts, ev- very firm evidence behind you. I mean, my God, people who say, well, it was impossible for him to make those shots... It's been proven over and over again, but let's get back to Guardians, shall we? Yes, yes, let's. But anyway, <laughs> but anyway, Brolin's Brolin's awesome. He's awesome here. He's awesome uh, as uh, Thanos. Mm-hmm. Uh, Punisher's had a pretty pretty good run of writers, I gotta say. And been yeah, too bad. I want to believe in the Punisher. I uh, I can't quite crack the character. We have we have a movie recommendation for that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, is it yeah. is it Warzone? Yeah. Because you oh, guys yes. know Lexi Alexander somehow, right? Yeah, yeah. We, we we interviewed her. We we did <laughs> nice. interview her. In fact, yes. I'm actually looking around my room, this uh, room that I'm sitting in, and I've got some of her stuff sitting here. So, nice. yeah. <laughs> yes, we do. That's cool. She's awesome. Yeah, that was a weird uh, thing where she was just she just happened to be on Twitter, and I thought, well, it'd be great to have her on. I wonder if I can just, and she seems so accessible. I wonder if I could just like tweet her and ask did that and then i showed austin the tweet asking him like mm, i tried the thing <laughs> and then he's like and then before he could even get the chance to answer she just retweets it and says done 
And, yeah. I, and I, Austin was literally in mid typing and like in mid sentence yeah. when I posted that, like the reaction, he's like, well, that's great. We got to try it. What? Yeah. Yeah. That's, 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 that's how I felt. So, and that was a wonderful cast and she was incredibly informative and it helps that, uh, it helped that we had already talked about her film before. Oh yeah. Totally. Totally. Yeah. Cause I just, I dig the hell out of that film. Yeah. Uh, I need to go. So I was, I was actually, my wife and I were talking about this last night. I've never seen a full Punisher movie. I, I think I've seen Warzone, but I, don't, I only like half watched it. I, Cause I like the idea of Ray Stevenson as the Punisher. Right. He's, um, he kills it. And I, yeah. he's just, he's, he's awesome. I want to do a Punish Fest where I just, I sit down and watch all three like in a row and just like drink it all in. Maybe I'll do it in, in, in anticipation for season two of Daredevil. Yeah, because yeah. John Barnthal is going to be great in the part. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's got the build. I mean, because he's a, a boxer, so he's got the build. Yeah, let's get that weird broken nose thing going on. Yeah, he's oh, he's yeah. going to be great. I, I am so ready for what. Um, of course, I haven't watched much of Daredevil, frankly. Time, time is really the reason that I haven't. I want to watch it with Amanda. Watch Daredevil. I know, I know, I know. I've seen the first two episodes. I want to watch it with Amanda, though. So, so that's. Good. And I watch it, watch it, and watch it again with her. Uh, that's I, what I do. I burned through that whole series in a weekend, and I yeah. I never binge anything. And we just like I've we heard, burned through that whole thing. I've, so good. I I, uh, I noticed so much John Romita Jr. in terms of uh, the look of it. Um, yeah. So. Yeah. But yeah, I uh, we are coming at a point where we are going to have to start thinking a little bit about time because I have things. I have to go to work today. Yeah, no worries. Oh, yeah, yeah. But um, I do want to say, you know, while we're on this subject, uh, you know, of... I do want to note, we're going to get to Anaconda briefly. That movie is forever going to be marked for me by my father's reaction walking out of it. Oh. <laughs> I did not see it, but my father did, taking my brother to see it, and he hated it so much. <laughs> he couldn't hide his hatred for it. <laughs> It was oh, so. Uh, they're doing a riff tracks live of it. Oh, nice! Oh, yeah, I yeah, made, yeah. <laughs> I made sure to tell him. It was like, "Hey, Dad, you're gonna love this." He actually had no idea about the what riff tracks was. Oh, nice! And then when I told him, he was uh, mad that he didn't know what it was because he <laughs> loves Mystery Science Theater three thousand. He thinks it's some of the funniest stuff he's ever seen. He's right. Um, by the way, Colin, have you seen any of the Twilight riff tracks? No, I haven't seen the Twilight. The only riff tracks I have are of Rise of the Planet of the Apes and uh, the Room. Ah, yes. uh, the Room ones. The Room one is phenomenal. Yeah. Oh, and the <laughs> Batman Forever one that the guys from that guy with the glasses did. Yeah, I need to listen to that one because I love that team. Um, I'm sure it's good. It it's is. A, it... Um, was it Batman Forever or Batman Robin who did Batman it? Forever that they Batman did. Forever, yeah. Oh, sweet. I need to get on that. <laughs> the Walkers are hilarious, so. Yeah. By the way, I'll let you know right now, I am a, I'm a starch defender of the Schumacher Batman movies, so we're probably going <laughs> to... I actually... Listen, I actually like Batman Forever, all right? Oh, it's my favorite of them all. I just can promise you I'm not going to be... Here's the thing. I'm not going to defend... I'm not... I really hate Batman and Robin, but at the same time, I can understand why someone likes it. That's the thing. 
Wait, I have a whole theory behind them all that I will get into. And I want to hear it. Because okay. the thing about it is, the internet's got enough people bitching about Batman and Robin. I'm actually kind of curious to hear somebody defend it. Um, I actually did hear someone make a very good defense. That, <laughs> you know, you've got to love the film at the very least because it's ambitious. Hmm. And I was like, yeah, he's right. Especially after watching <laughs> Steel because that didn't have a damn bit of ambition in it. <laughs> it's ambitious as fuck, but I don't, I don't think you've heard any questions, so you've heard my explanation to why I am eager to hear it. <laughs> We've got Mikhail's Navy. Did anybody remember that? Vaguely. Hello? Mikhail's hey. Navy. I'm All just right. looking at some of these movies. Did you lose us for a sec? <laughs> Booty Call, one of Roger Ebert's Stranger Best. Uh, it kind of went dead, uh, silent a little bit. That's weird. Uh, Booty Call, one of Roger Ebert's oh, Stranger Positive Reviews. I think I remember Booty Call. <laughs> Jamie Foxx. I remember of it. I've never seen it. I remember yeah. when it came out. Ebert defended it. <laughs> I've never seen parts of it. <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah. Oh, man. Warriors of Virtue. Oh, that was my shit as a kid. That was my shit as a kid. Never seen it, but it is Ronnie Yu. I would imagine it's interesting. Oh, it's a terrible movie, but it was my shit as a kid. I know. That's the thing. That's kind of one reason why I chose this top, this year specifically was because it's a chance for us to look back on movies and go, well, look, that wasn't very good, but damn it, I loved it then. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. Bizarre fact, I've actually seen Titanic more in uh, in uh, the 2010s. Uh, I've actually seen it more in 2012 than I'd, in theaters than I did in 1997. <laughs> um, by virtue of the fact that I saw it twice in nine, or I saw it once in 1997, thought it was okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, in 2012, I saw it twice. There was an extra factor in why I saw it twice. Boobs. In 3D. No. No. Wife. Uh, wife. No. Well, <laughs> girlfriend at the time, but wife now. Yeah, my it's my wife's favorite movie. So, so I took her to see it twice. <laughs> Anyone, what did you sneak in to go see? I sat right beside her. <laughs> um, I'm going to send a message to Ramon via the Facebook thingy. Okay. Uh, I don't know what the fuck's going on with him. I mean, my my response is we we gave him long enough. Oh yeah. And we gave him advance warning. Oh yeah. I actually thought he'd probably be the first here just because he was talking about Selena so fucking bad. <laughs> yeah, we've. St- I'm gonna say we started. Uh, Waiting for Guffman was in was in this area. Bizarrely enough, my sister, when she let's see, when she was like 11, used to bring, used to show that to all of her friends. My sister was an 11 year old girl who used to show a Christopher Guest movie to all of her friends because she thought it was the funniest thing ever. 
She's not wrong. It is hilarious. How did that go? Like, Usually they liked it, actually. Because it was a movie making fun of small town theater and such. And in Arkansas, that kind of thing is pretty prevalent. So a lot of pe- a lot of her friends got the jokes. I mean, the kind of culture it was making fun of is the kind of culture that we're steeped in. So, yeah, the jokes usually landed. Still, oh yeah. Oh god. I mean, as I said, there's some there's some great movies here. There's some there's there's the one. Okay, I sent him the thing. I, sent, I see it. Yeah. It popped up on my phone. Yeah, in the uh, I put in the group thing on Facebook. Figured that was probably the best way. It was. You're yeah. you're not wrong. <laughs> okay, so let's let's. I have been recording since uh, the call start. Uh, you, so just for you, outtake fodder. You could probably you you probably noticed that I uh, aimed my language uh, at recording level. Yeah, <laughs> it's just sort of my niche. I I, I kind of I'm kind of doing the uh, Lewis Lovehog thing. Yeah. <laughs> They expect but. me to be the Noah and Twyler and be the exact opposite. Oh, yeah. By the way, seeing him back on uh, Nostalgia Critic this week... Oh, that really was, was so much, so much and it fun. Was, it was kind of heartwarming because it was like, aww. What did <laughs> they do on uh, uh, this week? Blood Rain. Oh, nice. Yeah. So, anyway. Anyway. And, and the Brad Jones cameos were great, too. Well, Yeah. <laughs> God, how many times have have we cited Jones in our reviews? By the way, at this point, our yeah, past. never enough. Never enough. Never enough. Anyway, anyway. hello, hey everybody. Welcome to the film room. It's another guest cast. Yeah, we tried to we try to have like the next one like next on. You know how many times I've had to cut the next on part in recorded <laughs> cast because it just didn't work out that way. Yeah, well, this time we've actually got a pretty solid yeah. slight. Nice. Like, we're solid through January. Oh, oh yeah! Wow, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah, we're doing Evil Dead uh, with our friend Beck. Yeah, nice. <laughs> and yeah, so that we can do, Evil Dead, so that we can cover the show. Wait, so which we, Evil? Which Evil Dead? The all of them. All of them. Nice. <laughs> all of them plus like the comic, like the Ash versus. A little bit of the comics. A little bit of the comics, and right we're on. going. To, and we're gonna get the uh, TV show in there because it's gonna yeah. be hard canon after all. Yeah. yeah. TV show looks amazing. Oh, it looks so good. It looks so much better than I expected it to look. Well, yeah. It's because Campbell looks like he is so. He just looks like he's having such a great time with it. Yeah. He doesn't look to be like, oh, God, I'm having to do this again. He's like, <laughs> oh, yay, it's I like, get to do this again. I'm, well, ba- I'm back, baby. <laughs> and, and they're playing him right, where he's like, he's an old man and still like trying to do all the stuff. Like, he's still like fun and goofy and not some like superhuman person like yeah um, he's still like ash. say like say john mcclain in die hard four yeah no, he's <laughs> ash yeah yeah Bring exactly. it back around yeah 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 i should note by the way the reason that i'm probably nicer to die hard four is because the next movie that i saw was transformers <laughs> oh uh, shit the yeah <laughs> makes a lot more sense doesn't it yeah a little bit a little bit i oh, I uh, I refused to see the Bay Transformers movies mm-hmm. because I have an undying love for the '87 Transformers movie. Mm. Which, you got the touch. Yeah. Oh my god! Like mm. totally informed my childhood. It was the first movie I saw twice in the movie theater. I was five years old. 
I loved every second of it. The dare is constantly in my head as a soundtrack. I watched that movie every day for a summer when I was in college. I can almost quote the whole thing. It's crazy. Nice. Yeah. 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 Congratulations. Don't uh, ever change the plan to not see it. It's, it's yeah. Sensational. Yeah. It's an atrocity. Uh, the second one is worse though. So. Ugh. Yeah. And I, I'm proud to say I have not seen the other two. So that's me either. Good. Yeah. Good for you, both of you. Yeah. I need to, I haven't seen the movie, the, the, um, the animated movie. I need to see right. it now. Ah, Orson yeah, Welles last it. movie. I know. It's true. Ah, oh, so good. So good. 